Hi, I'm Gregory Sinclair, Director of Audio Programs here at Salt Pepper Theatre. Welcome to the latest in our series of podcasts featuring the very best performances from our Saturday Cabaret series. John Alcorn is one of this country's most respected interpreters of the American Songbook, and this week he takes us on a personal tour of the songs of Johnny Mercer. Some may be familiar, some may be new to you, but all of them are interpreted with John's signature musical insight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, this is uh, Robbie Botosh. On bass is Mike Downs. Yes! My name is John Alcorn. Thank you. And we're so glad to see you tonight. I can hardly see you with this light shining in my face, but hi, okay, there you are. Uh, are you interested in hearing some Johnny Mercer? Yes. <laughs> it's not Gershwin, for God's sake. If it was Gershwin, I would be wearing a tuxedo or something, I think. With Johnny, I should be wearing a, uh, probably a glass of uh, whiskey in my hand, but uh, never mind. Uh, okay, I think some of you maybe don't know uh, Johnny Mercer that well. We'll, get, we'll give you some more info. We're going to start off with one of his very first hits. This is from the year 1935, when he first hit Hollywood. You told me there wasn't a lesson in loving that you hadn't learned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You told me that you could keep playing with fire and never get burned oh yeah oh yeah so you met someone who set you back on your heels goody goody so you met someone and now you know how it feels goody goody so you gave him your heart too, just as I gave mine to you, and he broke it in little pieces. Now how do you do? So you lie awake just singing the blues all night. Goody, goody. So you think that love's a barrel of dynamite. Hooray.
set you back on your heels. Goody, goody, so you met someone and now you know how it feels. Goody, goody, so you gave him your heart too, just as I gave mine to you. Okay, for those of you who aren't so familiar with uh, Johnny Mercer, I'm going to give you a little bits of info as we go along. He was born in 1909, uh, so when he wrote that song, he would have been, what, 26 years old, I guess. And uh, he'd, been, he'd been struggling along for a few years already. He started out in, in New York and was doing a bit of, trying to write things here and there. Nothing was really, really clicking until he, until he hit uh, Hollywood. He was, uh, he was a great singer. He actually had a few hits a few records that, that made the hit parade. Um, not so great a musician, apparently took lessons as a child and basically sucked. <laughs> uh, in fact, they say he, he created his own notation uh, for music that only he could understand when he was trying to communicate with, 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 with the composers. Uh, but he, his gift, his real gift was, was with words. And, uh, and that's what, what made him the legend uh, that he is. Uh, and he uh, ended up working with many of the great, great uh, uh, songwriters, composers of, of his period. Um, there was a, aside from, from his love of lyrics and, 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 and singing, he, he also loved uh, two other things uh, of note that, that I, I could like to discern as I was looking through information on him. One of them was women and the other was booze. He really had a great affection for both uh, and often to his own detriment. Uh, one uh, very, well, probably his, the woman he called the love of his life to the day he died, which really <laughs> his wife wasn't too happy about. But uh, uh, he, was, he, was, he was 30 years old. He was in Hollywood, just a few years after he wrote that song, when he met Judy Garland. Uh, Judy was all of 18 at the time. She had just done The Wizard of Oz, so that tells you how, long, how young she appeared to be. Even though she was of age, America thought of her as, as a child. So when rumors started uh, spreading around it, it, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't good for, for Johnny. But uh, to the end of his date, he called her the great love of his life. And their affair apparently continued for decades, secretly, especially from his wife. <laughs> this next song, he said he, he made it known that he wrote it for Judy Garland was 
desert in Tahiti were we on the Nile long, long ago. Say an hour or so. I recall that I saw Tell them 
So by the, by the uh, mid-1940s, uh, Johnny was, was pretty much rocking and rolling. People, he put his name on the map, and, and he became the, uh, the go-to guy for, for lyrics for a lot of different uh, composers. And also, there were a number of times when, uh, when uh, songs would become uh, a hit in, say, uh, France and they wanted to do an American version of it, they would call Johnny Mercer to write the English lyrics for it. Here's an example of, uh, of that. This is one, uh, 19, uh, 1947. I think the original composer was Alexander Cosma. Is that right? Joseph Cosma. I was close. Hungarian. Hungarian. <laughs> what the hell was a... How would you know that? <laughs> they lived in France. A Hungarian in France. You think it was Canadian? That's a whole lot of exotic stuff before it even got to Johnny Mercer. Let's, uh, let's see what uh, Joseph uh, Cosma did with his uh, music and, and what Johnny came up with for lyrics in 1947. Do you have a tempo on this? Since you went away, the days grow long. Soon I'll hear winter song, but I miss you most of
You know, I, uh, I was trying to figure out, well, first thing I got to tell you is, oh my God, trying to put together a couple hours of Johnny Mercer uh, material is a nightmare. He wrote on record, there were, I think, it's in the thousands of, of songs that, that, that he wrote. Uh, so really, <laughs> it's like, okay, which way are we going to try and figure this out? I'll take that one and that one. <laughs> I chose some of my personal favorites, and, and uh, but also a few that I really don't know. In fact, there's one of those coming up right now. There's going to be a couple of songs that I've never sung in my life before, but I, this next one, for example, I, I'd heard it. I'd heard it. It's most often done as a, an instrumental that the jazz world loves this one. Uh, this is from much later in his, in his, uh, his career. This is from the 1964. Uh, he was still writing in, 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 uh, in Hollywood. This was for a movie, and uh, this was, um, the composer was Johnny Mandel, who I'm sure some of you know his name too. Johnny Mandel was, was actually probably known more as a, as a, a ranger than a, than a composer, but he wrote some beautiful songs. Uh, and let's just try this one and see how we do. <laughs> <coughs> Oh 
One minute. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you again for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to the wonderful people at the Young Center here. The staff here is fantastic. Take such good care of us. Let's do one time through. Just one for us. Wherever you want to go. Another one with Harold Arlen. I love you. 
like nobody's loved you come rain or come shine high as a mountain deep as a river come rain or come shine i guess when you met me it was just one of those things but don't ever bet me i'm gonna be true if you let me you're gonna love me like nobody's love me come rain or come shine happy together on a happy together gentlemen, Mike Downs, uh, Johnny Mercer, <laughs> I'm John Alcorn, thank you, thank you so much. You've been listening to this week's podcast of some of the best moments from the Soul Pepper Saturday Cabaret, this week featuring John Alcorn. It was recorded in the TD studio at the Young Centre for the Performing Arts in Toronto's Distillery District. Can we do one more? Yeah. Is it okay with the boss? Do we have time? One more, yeah. Yes, okay. One, okay. Well, he did, he did write one more song. Our Saturday Cabaret series returns to the TD studio on September the 5th as Toronto actor, writer, and musician Raul Beneja hosts an evening featuring the legendary Danny Marks. Tickets are on sale now. Visit the cabaret page at soulpepper.ca for all the details. Music programming at Soul Pepper is made possible by the Slate family, and our audio programs are thanks to the support of Richard Wernham and Julia West. It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. So set him up, Joe. Got a little story you ought to know. We're drinking, my friend, to the end of a brief episode. So one for my baby and one more
Thanks for the cheer. I hope you didn't mind my bending your ear. This torch that I found must be drowned, or it soon might explode. For my 